0: What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another video on the channel today. Um, currently, it is absolutely pissing rain outside, so if you guys hear anything like that, um, it's not me. It's not my house collapsing. It's just pouring absolute cats and dogs right now. But the purpose of this video is not to talk about the weather by where I live. It's to talk about the corners in this upcoming draft class. Now, I did a positional ranking video on quarterbacks running backs, and wide receivers. So now I'm going to talk about the corners. Um, The next one I'm going to talk about is defensive linemen. Um, So that'll be my final kind of positional ranking video. Um, So if you guys have not seen those other videos, make sure to go check them out. Also, uh, be sure to subscribe. We're on the road to 100 subscribers before the draft, or by draft night, rather. Um, We're currently sitting at 91, so y'all know what that means. Anyway, uh, with the draft a week away, uh, exactly as of today, I thought I would finish up my positional ranking videos. Today, we're going to talk about corners, and a few things just kind of off-rip. Uh, this is a pretty good corner class, I would say. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good year to need corners. Um, like, I think legitimately, there are like four or five guys that are going to go in the first round, and we'll get into those as I go down the list, um, but this is, a, this is a really good class. You know, last year was a good class with Stingley and Sauce and Tariq Woolen. Um, obviously Tariq Woolen being the best out of the three. But that's neither here nor there. But I just think that this is another really good year to need corners. Um, Guys are going to be playing um, all over the place. There's guys that are versatile. So if you need a corner, take one this year, obviously. Um, Let's go ahead and get into our rankings. Obviously, guys, make sure to comment down below what you think of my rankings because I could be wrong. I could be. So whatever. Number 10, um, I think Riley Moss. Now, Riley Moss, uh, is the most rare breed of all type of corners, and that's because he's a white cornerback, and I don't say that as a joke, I literally mean I don't think that there has been a starting corner in the NFL that's been white since, like, 2002, pretty much since my whole life, right, um, unless you count, you know, Troy, unless Troy Apke started, I don't know, whatever, that's besides the point, Riley Moss, uh, you know, he can return, he's got return ability, he returned kicks at all three levels, um, he's got good four, four, five speed. You know, the thing with Riley Moss, man, he's scrappy, he's sneaky athletic, he plays the game the right way. But, you know, you know, Riley Moss played for that really good Iowa defense, and I honestly think that Riley Moss is going to be somewhere in the vein of a late second to kind of an, a middle, third-round pick. Um, that's kind of where I could see him going, so maybe uh, pretty much like the middle of day two is kind of where I see him going. Um, my number nine corner is Julius Brents out of Kansas State. Um, 6'3", 202, 34-inch arms, that is really good size and length, and obviously, you know, size doesn't always matter, but in terms of corners, I think you really do want those long arms, um, you like guys that can, um, play big, uh, and, you know, some of these, I mean, some of these receivers out there are like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, some of these 5'9 guys are, have no chance, so, um, size does matter in certain instances, but just like in other aspects of life, it's more about your technique than it is your actual God-given size. So we're going to go ahead and talk about him. Um, listen, he is very reactive. He's very physical. Had a great senior bowl. If you guys want to go watch the, the tape from Mobile, Alabama, played really, really well. A couple of problems, though. He will be 24 in January. So for parts of his rookie year, he will be 20. Well, if if his team makes the playoffs, for part of his rookie year, he'll be 24. It's a little early, and he needs to get a little bit stronger. He's kind of got a lean frame at this point. But I could see him going in the middle of the second round all the way up until the early in the third round. Um, When we start to get into the guys that are like bona fide first round picks, I'll go ahead and give you guys specific teams that I think they could land to. Um, But right now, I'll just be broad. Um, Cam Smith. Um, Cam Smith, from all um, accounts, is very, very, very competitive. He's a competitor. And that's something that you really want as a corner. They've described him as angry. He's competitive. He's hungry. All good traits. He's quick. Also ran a four-four-five and forty, which is a good time. Um, and I think he's really good with deep ball tracking. Um, he's able to play the ball in the air very well. Now I can see Cam Smith going late first round, all the way up to the late second. So I think from picks thirty-two to sixty-four, or thirty-one, excuse me, to sixty-three, it's kind of that area where I think Cam Smith would end up. Um, Number seven, I have a guy who people have a lot of mixed opinions about, and I think I like him a little bit more than some people, but I understand their pause on him. Um, Keely Ringo, the corner out of Georgia, Um, he's got a really good blend of size and speed. I mean, he ran track in high school. The guy's legit. I think he's like six foot two. Um, He's legit. Good length, good height, good speed. That's a good combo at corner. Um, You know... He also played in the SEC, so he was playing against really good competition. He's playing against Alabama every year. He's playing against, um, you know, LSU. He's playing against all these guys, and obviously, being that he was on Georgia, they won two back-to-back national championships. So by definition, they did play the best teams um, in the nation in successive years, right? Um, and also that he did not – well, his, the Georgia defense in general, but him specifically because he's a corner, did not let Quentin Johnson um, kill him in the national championship. Quentin Johnson is projected to be a first-round pick, so that's very good. Um, I can see uh, some pause on him. Some people say they don't like his hip mobility. Um, they think that he doesn't have, you know, um, good enough, you know, ball-tracking abilities. And I can, I can understand those points. I more agree with the hip point. But I still think that he's a good corner. he's definitely a good outside corner. He probably cannot going to play him in the slot. Um, but he's a good outside corner. And I think some team will definitely take a hit on him. Late first to the mid-second is probably where I could see him going in the 40s. You know, like right around there. Um, number six, a guy who I think has really been shot up the draft boards in the last couple of weeks. Emmanuel Forbes. Um, his stats are crazy. I mean, his stats go, go burr, you know, if you know what I mean. Um... He's got really good arm length, and again, that's a good point that we're going to talk about with a lot of these corners. You want guys with long arms so they can get the ball in the air, they can break up those in-breaking routes, um, you know, everything like that, Because so if they get beat by a half a step, their arm length can overcompensate for their lack of coverage on that rep, you know what I mean? Um, Manuel Forbes also has really good ball skills, it's kind of evident by his stats. Um, go look up his stats, his stats are fucking crazy. He set a bunch of records um, from where he was at, he set a bunch of records, I think, Even as a freshman, I think he set records from what I was seeing. Um, So I can see Emmanuel Forbes going, again, kind of like Keely Ringo, anywhere in the late first round to the mid-second round. Um, I see him more in, like, the 30s than I do with Keely Ringo in the 40s. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it's kind of either way. Um, My number five corner, which this is some people's number one corner. So I have a bit of a um, contradiction with a lot of people's lists. I know this is NFL.com's number one corner. Um... My number five corner is Christian Gonzalez. Uh, Christian Gonzalez is a very gifted athlete. You know, his dad played professional basketball. Both of his sisters, I think, are track athletes. He's obviously very athletic himself. Came from Colorado, went to Oregon um, because of Dan Lanning, the former Georgia defensive coordinator of taking the head coaching job at uh, Oregon. Um, recruited Gonzalez there. Gonzalez went there and was the cornerback one this year. And Dan Lanning had a lot of nice things to say about Christian Gonzalez. And the reason that I... I think that that's valid. Obviously, he's a coach, but some coaches just try to prop up their players for no reason. But Dan Lanning has seen legit, legit NFL talent at, time, at his time at Georgia, right? He knows what championship caliber um, players look like because he had won the first one with Georgia before he left for Oregon this year, and he was just raving about Christian Gonzalez, calling him, um, you know, hardworking, competitive, does the right thing, doesn't say a lot does his job, everything like that, everything you want to hear. So um, I think he could get a little bit better with his ball, uh, ball skills. But other than that, I think Christian Gonzalez is, you know, again, he's the highest rated corner on a lot of people's boards for a reason. This guy's very athletic, very gifted. Um, he is, in my opinion, going to go to in the uh, early to mid first round, I can see him going specifically at picks 6 to 26 being Detroit and 20 being Seattle. If he's there at 20, Seattle's probably not going to pass up on him. They'll take him. And then if Detroit likes him more than they like Witherspoon, I can see him going as early as 6. But I could see him probably going somewhere in that. I, I could see him going 8 to Atlanta if we're being completely honest. They'd need a corner. Um, I think Witherspoon's likely to go to Detroit at six. So I can see him going as early to Atlanta, realistically speaking. But again, if if he's there with, you know, Pittsburgh at 17, Washington at 16, uh, even New England at 14 could probably take him there. Um, that's probably where he can go. So he's got a little bit of discrepancy about where I see him versus where I think he goes. But I still think that he's drafted very, very highly. DJ Turner, corner from Michigan, who is, ironically enough, the second best corner from Michigan Will Johnson who is the current corner is not going to be draft eligible for another couple of years we'll be talking about him so bookmark this video in a couple of years Will Johnson is going to be a fucking freak um DJ Turner man that guy is fast he ran a 426 that was blazing he was he's creeping up on John Ross's uh record at the combine and if he had broken it I'm guessing that he would have gone um, ninth overall as well to a specific team, which in this case would be the Bears. And then at number 10, you know, the Eagles would then take the greatest quarterback of all time because that's just how it goes with people who break the 40 combine record. Anyway, um, you know, um, I think DJ Turner has a good mix of man and zone capabilities, which makes, it fle- ma- makes him flexible for different schemes. Um, I can see him going anywhere between the late first and late second because I'm seeing a lot of differing scouting reports on him. Um, And so I don't know if teams value him as highly as I think he does, but I think he's a late first-round talent. Um, But I think I could see some teams having pause on him um, for specific reasons. All right, number three, Deontay Banks. Ran a 4.35 at the 40-yard dash. Fast guy, like I said. Good hips. He's very physical. He's very smart. Um, Deontay Banks is a guy that, you know, played in Maryland. Uh, I I really think that he is – like, the beginning of the second tier of this corner class, right? I have the top two, obviously, that I haven't mentioned yet. And then this is, like, tier two. He's the number one guy right there. I think he's got a lot of really good things to offer. I really definitely see him, that Rangy going in as the late first, um, middle to late first. You know, if you want to count, like, 17, 18 as the middle and then the late first. I don't think he gets out of the first round. I think it would be a really... I think it would be a steal if he, um, got out of the first round, um... You know, I could see the Vikings, I could see the Ravens, I could see the, um, you know, a lot of these other teams. The Bengals, maybe, taking him in the first round. He's a first round guy. He's my number three corner in this class. All right, number two, Joey Porter Jr., um, the corner from Penn State. Listen, this guy's long. He's physical, he plays well, he's got good ball skills, and let's not forget to mention that his dad also played in the NFL and was very good for a number of years. Joey Porter Jr. is, in my opinion, the most underrated corner in this class. Some people have him as corner three, corner four. I've even seen him at corner five. I couldn't disagree more. I think Joey Porter is legitimately in competition for the best corner in this draft class, and I think that whoever gets him will be getting a steal. Um, you know, my Seahawks, I've mentioned, they pick five and they pick 20. If he's there at the board at 20 they're going to take him. I mean, he's a guy that they are going to love. He's got long arms. He's physical. Um, That is the prototype that Pete Carroll looks for in cornerbacks. And I would be absolutely over the moon excited if we were able to land Joey Porter at number 20. But I don't think he gets to number 20. Unfortunately, I think he goes somewhere in the middle of the first round. Um, Again, I think he could get scooped up by um, the Patriots at 14. I could see the Steelers at 17. I could see Washington at 16. I could see. Um, a lot of other number teams, but uh, if, he's there at, if he's there at 20, Carroll, John Schneider better take his ass. And then my number one corner in this draft class, call it my Illinois bias, call it whatever you want. I don't care. I love this guy. Devon Witherspoon, he is physical. He is a great tackler. He is aggressive. He plays downhill, and he's got versatility at safety or corner. Um, I love this guy. I think he's the best corner in this class, bar none. And where's he going to go? He's going to go in the top 10. He's going to go probably number six to Detroit. Um, that would That's what I would put my money on at this current point. But again, if he, if he doesn't go six, um, look for Atlanta at eight, maybe even the Bears at nine. Uh, he's not going to get outside of the top 10, I don't think. Um, And whoever gets him is going to get the best corner in this draft class. That's my cornerback rankings for this upcoming 2023 NFL Draft. Let me know what you guys think down below. I'm interested to hear what your rankings are for these corners. As always, make sure to subscribe. We're on the road to 100. Hoping to hit that by the draft. We have seven days. Let's go, guys. I'm going to be um, making a lot of content on the draft day. So make sure to stay tuned. Love you guys. Peace.